0: Hello and welcome to the Diction Police. I'm your host, Ellen Rissinger, an American vocal coach accompanist on the music staff of the Zemper Oper in Dresden, Germany. On today's episode, we'll be working on Strauss's Zueignung with Rainer Mühlbach, and the first two songs of the Frauenliebe und Leben by Schumann with Stephanie Atanasov. As usual, there'll be a few things that we've already talked about, like the ä, the ä umlaut, and the letter L. But we'll also talk about open and closed eyes, the prefix zu, zu, and the suffix ich, i, g, in several forms. My colleague Jan-Hendrik Rotering has been a great sounding board for ideas for the diction police, and from the very beginning encouraged me to be really persnickety about the diction rules. But this week, it's going to sound like I create more questions than answers, which I pretty much do today. One of the fabulous things about languages is that there are so many details that it's difficult to cover every single eventuality, and there will always be questions that don't have one answer. The important thing is to know the rules, but keep asking questions and then make an informed choice for your own performance. One of Jan Hendrik's ideas, too, was to create tracks in the episode so that people could jump to different parts of the episode quickly to review things. I'm going to try that on this episode, so please let me know if it works and if it helps. As always, if you need the texts for these songs, you can find them at recmusic.org slash leader or follow the link at the blog at thedictionpolice.com. Don't forget the the. Our first text is Strauss's Zueignung, the poetry by Hermann von Gilm zu Roseneck, who was also the poet for Die Nacht, which we discussed a few weeks ago. Zueignung is the first song of Opus 10, a group of 8 songs which includes Allerseelen as well as Die Nacht. Strauss composed this opus at the age of 18.
1: Zueignung. Ja, du weißt es, teure Seele, dass ich fern von dir mich quäle. Liebe macht die Herzen krank. Habe Dank. Einst hielt ich der Freiheit Zecher hoch den Amethystenbecher, Und du segnetest den Trank, habe Dank, Und beschworst darin die Bösen, bis ich, was ich nie gewesen, Heilig, heilig ans Herz dir sank, habe Dank.
0: I'm here with Rainer Mühlbach and I picked this text, partly because a lot of young Americans say Zueignung and I wanted Rainer to tell us how people are supposed to pronounce the title of the song.
1: Zueignung.
0: So the emphasis on the Zu, on the first syllable. I also wanted to talk to you, talk a little bit about the open, uh, exactly, the -um E-Umlaut. How, how much different is the open A from, for from example, the seele?
1: It's absolutely no rhyme. The one is a total geschlossen seele, and quäle uh, würde ich eben eher offen sprechen. So
0: he would say that very, very open.
1: Quäle. Exactly the middle of A and Of A and E. An, and it depends, of course, also in German. Region, ne, also of the region, regions, mm-hmm. uh, say it differently. I would say "Käse Quälen, Mädchen." Very open. I lo- I, I like enough. it more. The, the the open sound.
0: Exactly. The other word that I was interested in is Amethystenbecher, because in my dictionary you would see the color "amethyst," and the 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 Y would be spoken as an Ü, as an almost the U with an umlaut.
1: There are different words, and also differently spoken in Germany in different regions, like physio and physio, mm-hmm. and um, there are rules because of the old uh, Greek. Where the, where the word came from? Uh, the roots. Yes. Yes. For instance, with the word Kyrie, Kyrie. Mr. Uh, in Greek is, yeah. is Kyrie it nowadays, to be, nowadays. It has to uh, be, normally it has to be a Kyrie eleison, but mm-hmm. in, in German you will find very often the Kyrie. And I don't know what is really wrong. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be an Ü, I think, physio, "amethysten," "amethysten," a little bit, yeah. a little bit open, opener as a normal E. So an, I an open eye sound, yes, a yes, Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And the last thing I wanted to ask about was the glottal stop before the vowels. Bis, ich, was, ich. How much of a fan of the glottal stop are you or
1: also that depends on the uh, if it's to understand. There are points you won't understand the right sense if you don't divide it enough. If you close it bis ich it's another word, mm-hmm. uh, uh, wrong spoken, bis ich. It's actually means
0: to bite, exactly,
1: yes. <laughs> bitey. Bis ich, bis ich. And it's much more clear, it, it, it feels more clear, it feels more straight, um, it, it, it has more light in it. Bis ich, was ich nie gewesen, heilig ans Herz dir sank. And the other, uh, same problem that we have with the, with the und. Ich, yeah. And there is also in combination with the ending D. If mm-hmm. you don't say that very clear and divide it from the following word, you can have the misunderstanding with the uh, uh, UN. Ah, yeah. We have it very often. Yeah. So
0: UND is und. sometimes more important than people give it credit for.
1: Yeah. UND-bekannt, unbekannt. er ist berühmt UND. Unbekannt,
0: yeah <laughs> He's known and unknown. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I made a big deal out of the title, and I'm going to continue to make a big deal out of the title. When zu, as a prefix, is at the beginning of a word, it's stressed. It feels wrong to us, but that's just the way it is. We found this already in Papageno's suicide with Markus Marquardt, although we didn't make a big deal out of it at the time.
1: Diesen Baum da will ich zieren mir an ihm den Hals zu schnüren. Weil du böse an mir handelst, mir kein schönes Kind zu bandelst.
0: Although in the music Mozart sets the zu as the pickup note, it still is the stressed syllable and Markus admitted to me that it was difficult to get the music out of his ears as he spoke this text, so he wasn't sure if he stressed the zu enough. There are a lot of words in the German language that start with this prefix. Other examples you'll often see are Zugabe, an encore, Zugreifen, to grab, Zuhören, to listen to, Zulassen, to allow, and Zuschauen, to watch or to look at. This isn't to be confused with words that just happen to start with ZU. Zusammen, together, Zurück, back, Zufrieden, satisfied. I was looking for a trick to recognize it, but I couldn't find one. So this one is a matter of getting it in your ears and checking the words that you don't know. And after this long explanation, I don't want to hear Zueignung ever again. It's Zueignung. We also talked about the letter Y. In German, Y is called Ypsilon. And in general, it's pronounced like a U umlaut, Ü. It it only occurs in words of foreign origin, generally Greek, as in this case, the word amethyst, just like for us, comes from the Greek Amethystos. And in German dictionaries you'll find amethyst spelled phonetically as amatüst. But every German I've asked has said Becher, and out of 10 YouTube recordings I found, only one of them said amatüsten, and that was an American. None of the diction books talk about this specific example, and this is the word this is a word that I'm going to trust my colleagues on since coaches and singers alike were uniform in saying amatisten with an open eye. Our next two texts come from Schumann's Frauenliebe und Leben. The texts for the cycle come from Adalbert von Chamisso's Lieder und lyrisch-epische Gedichte. Chamisso was born in France, but his family was driven out by the French Revolution, so they moved to Berlin where he remained and became a botanist and
2: poet. The first song of the cycle is "Seit ich ihn gesehen." Seit ich ihn gesehen, glaub ich blind zu sein. Wo ich hin nur blicke, seh ich ihn allein. Wie im wachen Traume schwebt sein Bild mir vor, taucht auf tiefstem Dunkel, heller nur empor. Sonst ist Licht und Farblos alles um mich her. Nach der Schwestern spiele, nicht begehr ich mehr. Möchte lieber weinen, still im Kämmerlein. Seit ich ihn gesehen, glaub ich blind zu sein.
0: That was Stephanie Atanazov reading the first song from Frauen Liebe und Leben. In this piece we have a lot of eyes back to back and some of the open eyes and some of the closed eyes and the glottals. I wondered if you could talk to us a little bit about this first verse. How many glottals would you do? And then if you could just sort of say some of these eye sounds back to back so we hear the difference.
2: Seit ich ihn gesehen. You must uh, do it here. Make the glottal? Do Two times, yeah. Mm-hmm. Glaub ich blind zu sein, wo ich blicke sehe ich ihn allein. So there you can hear in that. In that little phrase you can hear the closed e
0: and then the open i and the closed eye. So you have a lot of sounds in a row. And the closed e should be pretty closed to plo, pretty close to I. the eye, yeah, right? Yeah. The closed eye. My one,
2: teacher she always told to me um, to make the close the closed e. Like an e with an i spot on it to think about. Yeah. yeah. So you really think I- e, yeah.
0: yeah. and then put the a in the back yeah. of that. Wie im wachen Traume. So you can hear there are a lot of i sounds, and that open i is almost exactly the same as ours in English. You just have to be careful with certain things like the l. We'll get to. We'll talk a little bit more about the l's later. But you can hear bilt that the i doesn't get infected by our American ill bilt. And you hear also that she she does a lot of glottals. Z i h i n. Even if they're tiny, there's still there's still a little break there to make the words more understandable, right? Yeah. Dunkel. Dunkel. So the n k in German does go back to the sort of an n g sound. Dunkel. Dunkel. Yeah. Would we ever in German go dunkel to make the n front? Dunkel.
2: No, no, no. Don't think so. No. It just always goes to the same place.
0: And the same thing with names with words like... Singer, finger. finger. Yeah. It's always that same NG that we have in our language, but then usually soft. In the second verse, we come across something that we don't generally have in English. We have a little Bindestrich, uh, uh, a dash, after the word
2: Licht. Sonst ist Licht
0: und farblos. How does that function? What does that dash Because do?
2: usually, yeah, they just... Um cut the loss from farblos it would sound actually it would be sonst ist lichtlos und farblos so to um einsparen to save to save uh, maybe one um syllable mm-hmm. you can cut one one time the loss from farblos and lichtlos and say just one time licht und farblos exactly so loss is actually is
0: a is a suffix that means less that means without something so lichtlos is without light and farblös is without color, and the other thing is you notice that farblös the b is unvoiced, right? Farblös. So and you have to be careful that you don't say blös, with, with a voiced b, yeah. and that you can that you actually connect the word farb to itself and lo, and separate it from the yeah. word los. Farblös. Because blös is also a word in German. Yeah, right? something
2: different. Yeah, but with two s. Two, yeah.
0: yeah. The last thing I wanted to ask you about this is we have schwa's all over the place in this song. And we're, I'm just pretty much asking everybody their opinion on schwa's, because they always sound different from everybody. Well, yeah. So, in words like gesehen, gesehen wachen, träume. how do you handle the different, how do you, when you sing them, let's say, put it this way, because when we say them, they're a very unstressed syllable and we don't really hear them as much.
2: What, what vowel do you sing? Maybe a similar one, for example. So it's almost A, or
0: it's a schwa that's headed with a lot of, headed to an air almost.
2: Maybe, yes. But yeah, as you said, it's everybody, I think everybody has his own version of this.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I think the danger for Americans is we tend to have a schwa with a lot of Oh, mm. so we get a lot of guzy mm. so we have to be careful that not to
2: darken, not not to darken up too much.
0: Yeah, so that it stays more in line with gesehen. Yeah, and that works for all of them wi- with all of the endings, Dunkel,
2: right? Alles, möchte weinen. Though maybe in alles you say the s uh, the e. alles. alles There's not too much draw, alles.
0: Okay. One thing we didn't talk about is the connection of the DZ in blind zu sein. Here again we have a place where we can implode the D and connect it to the TS sound of zu, blind zu sein, or we can pronounce all the letters, blind zu sein. When she read the text, Stephanie separated the two sounds, but in singing it later she connected them. Again you have to decide whether the text is clear enough without that extra T sound, or whether saying it would actually disrupt the vocal line. There's plenty of time to get them out in this song, and both options are completely valid. You'll hear both song and recording, so this one is up to you. You get to decide. We've also talked a little about glottals today, but remember that there are ways of achieving clarity without really making a big gulpy sound. Notice that she connected Zeitig and Glaubig, and the words are clear because the final consonant T or B is clear but she always put a slight glottal before ihn, ich ihn. This emphasizes that ihn, which is him, obviously the most important word of the song. Just because a word starts with a vowel, though, doesn't mean it necessarily has to have a glottal. And, just because we say glottal, doesn't mean the tongue has to make a hard sound. Again, as Reiner said, we're looking for clarity of language that doesn't disturb the legato line. Play with the language, see how the words work together to decide if the words need to be separated, and then decide whether it's enough just to separate the sounds, or if you actually need a glottal attack. Our last text is er der Herrlichste von allen, again from Frauenliebe und Leben. This cycle is also often mispronounced, because most of us, myself included, want all of those words to end in N, Frauenlieben und Leben. But it's not. This is your chance to use a glottal for clarity. Frauenliebe und Leben.
2: Er der herrlichste von allen, wie so milde wie so gut. Holde Lippen, klares Auge, heller Sing und fester Mut. So wie dort in blauer Tiefe, hell und herrlich jener Stern. Also er an meinem Himmel, hell und herrlich, her und fern. Wandle, wandle deine Bahnen, nur betrachten deinen Schein, nur in Demut ihn betrachten, selig nur und traurig sein. Höre nicht mein stilles Beten, Deinem Glück nur geweiht, das mich niedre macht nicht kennen, hoher Stern der Herrlichkeit. Nur die würdigste von allen darf beglücken deine Wahl, und ich will die hohe segnen, segnen viele tausendmal, will mich freuen dann und weinen. Selig, selig bin ich dann. Sollte mir das Herz auch brechen. Brich, o oh Herz, was liegt daran?
0: That was Stephanie Atanasoff reading the second song from Frauenliebe und Leben. And I wanted to talk a little bit about diphthongs, because in English we say a lot of diphthongs. English is a very Germanic language so when we look at it, sometimes there are words we recognize and grab onto, and then we end up saying them as though they're in English. So we have at the beginning, wie so milde, wie so gut. So notice that there is no diphthong on the O. There's no zo so or so, still a, sh- a voiced S, so closed o yeah. closed O. You can think of it as almost having, um, almost
2: going towards
0: the O sound. Already.
2: Yeah, that's true. So, wie so milde, wie so gut. And it, the second verse actually starts the same way. So wie dort in blauer Tiefe, but remember in, in, in dort it's an open o. Dort, exactly. so wie dort in blaue Tiefe. Exactly. So you can hear the difference between how crazy closed the o, the closed
0: o, is, and actually how crazy open the open o is. And one of my favorite words, also. Exactly. We have the word also in English, and you can hear how much further back my tongue is in that position. Also. And how much further front hers is. Which brings me on to L's. So I know I make a big deal about American L's, but I just want you to hear we have a lot of L's in this piece and it, with a lot of different
2: vowels in front of them. Allen, Wahl, Tausendmal, Hell, Heller, Milde, Stilles, Will, Viele, Holde, Sollte. So
0: you can hear how far front that L is. Another thing that, that comes from the English is we have we have L-E at the end of words, too. We would say... Wandel. We, we would say wandel, we said pickle, yeah. uh, puddle. So we would swallow that, and we would actually make the L actually the last sound that we make. But in German... It's wandle. Exactly. You put the the, the, it's the L with the schwa. And although in, in English you see sometimes theater spelled T-R-E at the end, here we have... Niedre and there again you say the word the letters in the order in which they appear in the piece again coming from the english when we see the what looks to us like a prefix in the third verse uh the third verse we have the word demut and the de looks like a prefix to us because we have words like delightful delicious but in in german this is actually it makes it the opposite of something so mut is courage yeah and this is Demut. So the opposite of courage is humility. Yeah. And in, So in this case, it's actually the stressed syllable, right? Demut. Yeah. And you can hear there again, crazy closed E. So it's not a Schwa, it's the stressed syllable, and it's a closed E. We also in this piece have that CH, that sidiya sound, the front CH, sometimes spelled as a CH, but also sometimes as the ending IG. Selig, traurig. And I wanted to talk a little bit about this because this ending, it should have the same sound as the Cedia, unless it's followed by another consonant, right?
2: Yeah. So it's here, Ewiglich Königreich. So if we would we'd say Ewiglich, oh. it comes from Ewig. It's just a, a an, veränderung. An, an, uh, another version of the word. For, yeah, it's, and a king is a König. That, the thing is, when you're speaking, you would say König. But when you're singing, you will sing König. In a sung version, it's the König, but mm-hmm. in the spoken version, we say the König. And then when it's the, his kingdom, is the Königreich. He will sing and say Königreich.
0: Yeah, so you hear how the G slightly devoices and adds the ending. So it's no longer that ch sound, but we do in this piece have a couple of chs before endings. Herrlichste. So now my quest- thats what I wanted to ask hmm. you. My question is
2: this word. Würdigste. So there, the g does not stay würdig. No, no, no. Because also there's some something following afterwards. So you will, like Königreich and Ewiglich, you will say würdigste.
0: Here we come to a tiny sticking point of diction. I really wanted to talk about these i-gs in the middle of words because it's a combination that crops up fairly often. According to the diction books, the only suffixes that devoice the g or make it a hard g. Are the examples we gave here, the suffixes lich, L-I-C-H, as in ewiglich, and reich, R-E-I-C-H, as in Königreich? It was explained to me a long time ago that it's because they don't want to have two C-C-V-E sounds in a row, so they would never say ewiglich. But in this case, we have the word würdig, which means worthy or deserving, in the superlative. The most worthy is die würdigste. I asked quite a few colleagues how they would pronounce this word, and the consensus was a hard G, wudigste, just as Stephanie said. Only one person said würdigste, but they were technically right. So I went to recordings, and honestly, they were split completely down the middle. Half sang the hard G, würdigste, the other half sang the CCD, Wdigste. And in fact, even the German German Diction Book that I mentioned before, der kleine High, only mentions the suffix lich and not reich. So it's a little incomplete there. The reason I'm bringing this up is that diction rules are created to explain how the language is pronounced. But if everyone pronounces it opposite to the rule, will the rule change? Who decides that? How do we know if the rules change? And if they do, should we stick to the older pronunciation because the poetry's older? Or should we make it more colloquial, more immediately understandable? It's something to consider when studying diction. The rules don't exist in a vacuum. If you sing würdigste, many people won't even notice. But these details are the things that make our job interesting. So it's important to know what's going on and to have an opinion on it. So again, just to be clear, according to the rules, only the suffixes lich and reich will cause that ich at the end of the words, that IG, to harden before it. But keep your ears open and I'll keep asking about it. One last thing, Stephanie said you would say König but sing König. That's an example of her Austrian accent, more so than a hard and fast rule. And she's completely correct that stage German diction is König. The basic rule is that IG at the end of a word is open I followed by a CD, just like the first person pronoun I, ich. An intervocalic G will remain a normal phonetic G, so we have König, Königin and Königreich. Before we finish up, I wanted to talk a little about my plans for the Diction Police coming up. Next week, episode 12 will be a normal episode where we focus on Diction Rules, just like always. But episode 13, on June 25th, will be a completely off-topic special edition. I'll be talking with some American and Australian singers, comparing studying in America versus studying in Europe, working here in Europe, and try to give you some ideas of how to get started in the business. I won't go off topic often, but I thought the information would be useful. After that, I'll be taking a summer vacation and start back up again mid-August, but I won't be taking a break from interviews. I already have quite a few interviews planned over the summer, which I'm really excited about. When we start back up in August, I'm planning to get into a rotating pattern of German, French, Italian, Russian, and, because there are so many listeners in Europe as well, English diction episodes. And that's all for Episode 11, If you want to find out more about Rainer Mühlbach or Stephanie Atanasoff, or if you have any specific questions or comments for me, Ellen Rissinger, please go to the blog at theaddictionpolice.com. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please go to iTunes and give it a high rating so that more people can find it and benefit from it. Thanks for listening. See you next week.